Thank you, Mr. Douglas. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. It's great to have you back here on Hanging with Mr. Douglas. Happy you're here for Chapter 23 of Ingo Swan's Secrets of Power, Volume 1. The title of Chapter 23 is Subtle Distinctions Between Unfoldment and Development. And this one's all about, we got, we got three excerpts. We're going to do them one, one big chunk, one little chunk. So really two excerpts. This episode gives us some nice shaped lenses to look through this issue of empowerment and how the differences between development and unfoldment when it comes to empowerment and personal individual empowerment carries with it some uh, significance, some weight. You know, these two words belie perspectives on how we view power and how empowerment can be revivified. Basically, development got popularized when it came to individuals working on themselves at the dawn of the Industrial Age. That's when it kind of got its steam. Hmm? Machines and systems were developed and innovated, so this idea of development was kind of welded on to individual lives. Ingo makes the point that development has merit, especially when it comes to cultivating force power. Think weight training, gymnastics, martial arts, developing the body in certain systems. Totally makes sense. But the sneaky mind frame slip-in is that in order to attain something outside of oneself, power or empowerment, you would have to innovate ways and systems of developing this power for yourself, in yourself, artificially, as if it doesn't exist already. The flip side of this coin is the frame of reference or reality box that you start out as powerless. You start out as zero, and you've got to seek it outside yourself. Unfold, and thus unfoldment, is a different mindset or reality box. Unfoldment puts focus on something already within that opens up, that unfurls, spreads out, expands. Ingo lays out a very nice picnic blanket for us to sit on and explore here in these first two excerpts. Let's snack on them, shall we? The principal definition of to develop, hence development, is given as to set forth or make clear by degrees or in detail, to expound. The principal definition of unfold, hence unfoldment, is given as to open the folds of, to spread out, to expand. It can be seen right away that to expound and to expand are not the same thing and that entirely different processes are involved. This distinction is enormously significant when it comes to concepts of empowerment. The principal reason is that those wanting to develop their power would be thinking in terms of setting it forth to others or making it clear by degrees to them. It is to be admitted that this sometimes does work, especially in the case of this or that kind of force power. However, those aspiring toward empowerment are probably doing so based on some sense of powerlessness or depowerment within which their powers have undergone contraction, shrinkage, or constriction, or have become infolded, as it were. In that meaning, the first issue is to open up and expand whatever has become constricted or infolded 
so as to have almost no vitalizing activity. With regard to empowerment, individuals tend to think that they are powerless because they don't have powers, and that they therefore need to innovate them by some new artificial means that didn't exist before. This is a concept quite different from unfolding what is already there. So the idea of unfoldment of something that is already within us is quite a bit different than stapling something to us apart and separate from us. Ouch. And if we are to look at empowerment through the lens of unfoldment, then, as Ingo has stated, we have to work on whatever has undergone contraction, shrinkage, a shutting down, a minimization, or an infolding. And now we're going to get more into unfoldment in particular. Now, we are a power species. Many expressions of power, known and unknown, are latent within us, waiting to be activated and nurtured so that they may unfold. Ingo makes this point. In this next excerpt, Ingo gives us the definitions of unfold and has us consider them in the context of empowerment and depowerment. Let's listen in, shall we? Hmm, pass the strawberries. It is via the foregoing discussion that we finally come to the definitions of unfoldment. In English, the verb unfold is a perfectly good word, but one which has never been applied to the contexts of power and empowerment. It is defined as 1. To open the folds of 2. To spread out, expand, open up 3. To open to view 4. To make clear by gradual disclosure 5. To blossom 6. To develop by increasing or expanding to gradually make clear to understanding. But the verb unfold has never been converted into noun forms, such as unfoldment, and which would mean the state or condition of being unfolded, opened, expanded, blossomed, etc. In this sense, the process of depowerment would have something to do with preventing unfoldment of innate powers naturally existing. So, in the context of depowerment, Ingo says it would have to do with preventing or stymieing unfoldment of our innate natural powers, and in the terms of empowerment, it's about providing the environment, the reality boxes, the frames of mind, the frames of reference, where our natural powers would be able to unfold and express. This actually reminds me of what I and many actors go through in the process of learning to portray a character. In the beginning, a lot of us have the natural inclination, and, and you do learn to put on or collect attributes of a character to develop a kind of outward personality or behavior. A cane, a mustache, a certain walk or gait. And all these tactics are well and good. But, as you delve deeper into an actor's work in portraying a character for performance, utilizing method techniques, the work is more about finding and cultivating perspectives that would have certain behaviors unfold organically or naturally. This is where that question, what's my motivation, comes into play quite a bit. 
With the examples above, uh, a character would have a mustache because they would want to fit into society, look high status. It's what all my friends are doing, so... <laughs> a cane is used because it helps with an old war injury and can gesticulate in a more high status way. Swinging a stick around certainly displays a bit of power. Ultimately, if we're going into character breakdowns here, this character with a mustache and cane has some insecurities. And that is a frame of reference that can be used as motivation to try to cover it up with all these accoutrements. He is trying to compensate for his insecurities by portraying himself as outwardly more high-status and powerful by swinging a cane around and twisting his mustache. Another way to look at it is, what's the because? What's the interior premise that would allow for this type of behavior to naturally unfold? If people are insecure, they will naturally attempt to overcompensate for it, sometimes in pretty garish and obvious ways. Breaking it down further, we could look at it like this. The behavior, or power expression, is already there because of the innate circumstances, experiences, events, perspectives, reality boxes, mind frames, providing the type of soil for these all to unfold. So then the question arises, what kind of good soil can we set up in terms of frames of mind, frames of reference to provide for the unfoldment of innate powers? One of the first and foremost that Ingo repeats is to grok that the human species is a power species to begin with. That power is innate and already indwelling within us. Takes me back to that fun quote from Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And at the end of this chapter, Ingo has an activity for us that runs in strong parallel to some acting exercises, actually. Try to observe and compare at least five outfolding and five infolding situations. Don't judge them by their surfaces. Instead, grok what's behind or beneath the surfaces. In other words, look for the motivation, look for the because. And that will wrap us up for the adventure of chapter 23. Thank you all for joining me. It's a pleasure to be here with you. If you've enjoyed your time, grab a copy of the audio version where I narrate the entirety of Secrets of Power Volume 1. Thank you, Ingo. You can find it on Audible, and there's a link in the description. Uh, visit my website, mrdouglas.com. Like, subscribe, smash, mash, splash. Yeah! <laughs> Definitely visit ingoswan.com. I-N-G-O-S-W-A-N-N.com. Get to know the man and his many magical perspectives more. And thank you for hanging. And as always, and ever increasingly, more power to you. Or shall we say, more power unfolding from within you.